0: Greetings, all, and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Queston Media. I'm your host, Eming Pianci. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the news that Facebook is now entering the dating app market with Secret Crush, an extension of Facebook that allows you to kind of gauge whether or not that friend you've been holding a torch for all these years feels the same way. We'll get into that and other apps, dating in real life, the works, and probably much, much, much more. We have quite the cohort of folks today. First, I'd like to introduce Elisa Clark. First-time guest, professional in her 30s, who has been navigating the dating scene in San Francisco online and in real life for four years. Travis Johnson, who has been on the show once before and has a lot of amazing stuff on the website. You should go check it out right now or after you after you hear this episode. Amelia Gonzalez, always happy to have Amelia because she's amazing. And and Melanie Feliciano to bring us the latest from the Fembot fake news world. Thank you for all for being on tonight. I really appreciate it. So the, the, this, this topic kind of... Well, I personally really am interested in this topic because I have never used a dating app, but I'm also really curious about it. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> but I've, lucky always been, you. I've always been super curious about it because I know people have, have have experienced it and done it. And so um, I asked I asked some friends of mine and a lot, a lot of the girls were like not really into it because it like it made them feel weird. Like the fact that they have to like reject people made them feel weird. Mm. The, um, the fact that they were like sometimes pressured into sex because of it. Um and I talked to one guy who um, based, based in SF, and he said along the lines of, you know, um, he, he preferred um, we, meet, we meet in real life thing, not so much the, the, the app thing, because he thought it was, it was more of a challenge for him. And he liked that more. So I was really curious. So I figured this, this 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 discussion would would probably reflect that in some ways. Like probably, I'm, I'm sure everyone has had their own experiences dating. I know Amelia, you recently found love, so you're out the game. I know for sure. But um, I figured you would have some insight too into that. So, um, but traditionally, for, for March and call, the the first time guest is is, is the first to speak. So Lisa i going to give it to you (laughs) what 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 were your thoughts on um this new like facebook edition and and as someone who uh, has already used these apps in the past um is this something that you think you would like get into or is it or is it not really your thing
1: so i've been on pretty much every dating app that you can think of except for grinder so um
2: i got you covered uh,
1: Oh, good, good. (laughs) So, you know, I've experienced pretty much everything. Um, It's been about four years since I've been doing this. And Facebook coming out with something at first, when I first read the article, I felt like, oh, God, there's no chance in any hell ever that I would do that. But then I read a little more into it. And I was like, okay, like, it's still anonymous. Like, they give your first name and your photos. And then you ask questions or you do whatever you're going to do. Um, to create your profile, and I was like, okay, so it's still technically anonymous. It's not linked to my personal Facebook account, and so then I was like, okay, well, like, maybe I would do it, but I do think that social media is sort of moving away from Facebook. Like, my mom is on Facebook, so um, (laughs) my aunt and uncle are on Facebook. Like, it's not a social media that people, younger people are really using anymore, Um, people are moving away from it i have a lot of friends who aren't even on it at all and i send them a facebook video and they're like i can't see that because i don't have facebook so i almost feel like it's this ploy to make facebook relevant again and it's not i don't know if it's there at least not here in the states
0: right i I think i read somewhere recently where they were saying like because facebook is like in such hot water over a lot of different things this is like their way to like kind of make them seem more appealing again to the masses i don't know if that's to be a thing but it, it's a, definitely a uh a way for them to to fix their image right now but but whether or not it will work is a whole different story uh travis how about yourself
2: yeah. um i definitely can't am- i similar response at first when i heard about it i was like wait are is anyone going to be able to like anonymously let me know that they have a crush on me in terms of vanity, that was, like, great. I'm, like, I am sort of, like, interested in that, but that seemed awful in a whole other realm. I think, um, you know, I'm 41. I've done, you know, every, uh, and gay, and living in New York City, so, like, you know, done every dating app that is available to us. Um, and not, didn't love it. Didn't love that experience. Um, I feel like in gay dating app world, um, it's just a lot of rejection, a lot of racism, a lot of just awful experiences. And my most successful dating experiences have been meeting people in life that I already have things in common with. Um, And so dating apps have, I don't know that I intended them them to be this way, but they've sort of been like how I amused myself between real dating. Um, And so I don't, I agree. I think that this is just sort of a way for Facebook to try to make itself more relevant, Um, particularly in the United States, where it's like, one, not the cool social media to be on and has like a bad reputation because of like linked to kind of the dumpster fire that our government is right now. Um, I think, you know, I didn't want Facebook involved in my government. I certainly don't think I want it involved in my dating. (laughs)
0: that's a fair it's a fair thing to say the one thing that uh russell our our usual host uh wanted to know is like what's what's the difference between like in irl dating and app dating like is there a difference between the two
1: um i think there's totally a difference uh this is lisa um i in in real life dating i think that people treat you like a human being and um you know, whether it's someone who I meet at work or someone who I meet through a friend or whatever the case is, they're, um, they're kinder and their um, intentions are not as um, transactional. Whereas with online apps, I mean, everyone is super transactional. It's, you know, if you say one thing I don't like, I'm going to block you. If, um, If, you know, if we move to texting and we exchange phone numbers and then, You're not going to send me a dirty photo, then I'm going to block you. Like I mean it, or I'm going to go out with you on one date, and you say one wrong thing, and I'm going to ghost you. Like it, they're not real people. They're just they're. I hate to say robots, but it feels like robots.
2: I feel like apps are sort of like um, the. It's a pretty soon. It's like you're in the comment section on any social media. Like in like people feel very free to be super disrespectful and weird in apps in a way that I don't think they feel free to be when you meet in person. Um, And particularly if you're dating men, I think it's just like a countdown until you get a dick pic.
1: That's not just men, that's not just men.
2: Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just sort of like awful, but like in, I feel like that people behave like humans when usually when you meet them in real life, whereas like, Online dating, it's just, like, a, it's always surprising when people are just decent when you meet them, I feel like, in dating apps.
0: Wait, what do you mean by that exactly?
2: Um, just sort of, like, I don't know if it's, like, so specific to gay dating apps, but the level of racism that I feel like I experience, like, it's always, like, not into Black guys or not into fact, like, all of those, like, very superficial things. But even if you, I know for, like, I would have in my profile that I'm a lawyer. I had a bunch of people, like, tell me, there's no way you could be a lawyer, as if, like, you've never seen a Black <gasps> lawyer before. That would happen to me quite often, things like that.
1: Can I ask, do you experience that on other forms of social media besides dating apps?
2: No, actually.
1: Huh. I feel like online, everything is kind of free game, right? People are going to judge and they're going to say horrible things and be racist and be sexist and whatever. Um, so I'm just kind of surprised. I
2: definitely have definitely had people... Um, question whether or not I went to the law school that's in my profile, which I find weird. I mean, and that's on like all social media, but I've never had someone like, there's no way you're a lawyer. That's happened only in gay dating apps.
1: Wow. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. I wonder what the reasoning for that is.
2: It's weird. It's just a weird like world in which, like I think people go into those apps knowing that they're going to evaluate people And there's a a way in which it's not necessarily anonymous, but kind of that leaves people, I think, free to speak to you in a way that they never would in person.
0: Do you think apps make people more like not judgy per se but like more particular about what they're looking for like kind of like a
2: grocery store when you look at like stuff on the, the island. just like
0: i want the diet coke not
2: the regular <laughs> coke kind of situation I, I definitely do but i also like when you said like you had friends that didn't feel comfortable rejecting people i think that there are folks who really get off on rejecting people who like really enjoy rejecting people um in that particular world
0: mm. hmm. statistic <laughs> um melanie uh there was a mention of robots a minute ago and i kind of thought you were going to jump in on that um you sent me a lot i
1: of I, I almost did i almost um did.
0: but you <laughs> you sent me a lot of stuff this week prior to this conversation and um one thing um you do is your your uh your uh your fembot series that you do um and in the in a video that you sent me which i think is is a uh, is um in in that vein the last part of the video the the fembot is talking about like uh her experience with dating and how men will like not will basically ghost
1: yeah and in the series they're called brobots, they're right not men i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> so, yeah. i'm sorry robots no no don't apologize I forgot. it's, supposed, I to be, love it's that. supposed to be ridiculous and funny because what you guys were saying is exactly what the series is about that no one is a human when they're online and they become the categories that they tick off on the app from the very start like um i think the first app i used was ok cupid and i was like oh my god i, I my head was exploding because i've been working in tech for a while and i and i thought okay so they're basically categorizing all of us and they're taking all of this data and it's it's not even like for us it's like oh we're looking for people to talk to we want to fall in love whatever and they're taking this big vulnerability in all of us and using it to sell us all kinds of shit you know so when you log in with your facebook account They've got all kinds of information on you immediately, and it's it's brilliant from a marketing perspective. So um, so anyways, I started this, this series because I know that as I've used apps, so I've I've used OkCupid, I've been on Bumble, I've been on Tinder, and I can't ever actually take any of them seriously. And I usually make my profile. I actually write Fenbot. And then people will sometimes ask me if my profile is real, and then I'll say, "Well, you know, it depends. Like you know, maybe you can give me a Turing test." And so i'll i I play all kinds of games with people. And the interesting thing is there's a lot of tech nerds that use these at least like in you know the heterosexual world. Um it's a lot of tech bros that use the apps too. Um, and so when they see my profile, they get a little kick out of it and it's fun for a minute. And then obviously like, you know, we stop talking after a while. Um, so it took me a really long time to stop, you know, using it as a game in that respect or just like seeing it from a very, you know, marketing perspective. But now I actually really do want to meet people and I've found it really interesting to be more human. Like, Um, I think Elise, you were saying it's really refreshing when someone does act like a human or was that Travis that said it, um, I think it was both of us. Yeah. And so (laughs) I've actually, now that I'm acting more human, I feel like I've been attracting more humans Hmm. and I've been having a lot better dates. And, but the, the, the like heartbreaking thing is when it, does fade out like you do make this real connection and then like in two weeks it's gone and you're like wait did we actually make a connection or is it the paradox of choice which is a really great TED talk that I think everybody should watch and it's this idea that yeah okay I made a really great connection with somebody but I'm going to keep swiping. I'm going to keep swiping. I'm addicted. I can't help it. Oh my God. I just can't stop. You know, if you just keep trying to match with as many people as possible, because there's this abundance mentality too, where there's always someone around the corner who might be more interested than the next person. I'd love to ask more questions than, than like, Go ahead. You we, know, have, we, we have
0: plenty of time. But <laughs> before we do that, Amelia, I know you have to leave in like 10 minutes. Is there anything you want to you wanna add to this? Although, yes. Although you're in love and it's fine. And it's cool now. <laughs> you're not like... In that boat anymore. Love.
3: I have no problems.
1: Amelia, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, did you did you meet your true love in real life? I did, or in I person? Did. Yeah. I, uh, Okay.
0: Look how she lights up when she says. I that. I know. Let me
2: turn down the brightness on my phone. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. She's really amazing. So um, but yeah, that's so funny because in a sense. So I've I've never used a dating app, but um, uh, not because, like, of any choice, really. I think I just, like, maybe was more scared to meet someone. I don't know. But for some reason, I I just didn't. But I, I think that you can still date online without using a dating app. Mm-hmm. you know like instagram for example
0: mm-hmm. you
3: know or like even facebook i mean like yeah they're coming out with this thing but that doesn't mean that people weren't still looking at your profile and-
2: <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. when poking was a thing
0: uh, yeah okay question was poking supposed to be like a dating thing oh, i remember that be- because my so weird. my partner was like oh yeah did you poke people and i was like yeah he's like oh i'm like those were fun he's like but is it for dating i was that like, was like i don't know uh, <laughs> i was yeah. poking people that i know i'm like Haha, poke poke yeah, yeah i didn't think it, was, yeah, a, it yeah. was a dating thing but apparently it was or a flirty thing
3: maybe i mean people can take stuff wherever they take it but but yeah i mean like i like you can still use instagram or even twitter you know to like message people so it doesn't necessarily to your
0: dms yeah like, like, how you doing like, girl
3: very yeah it's like a super real thing and a lot of times like the way people like you know put their profile together or whatever but um yeah okay so we totes met in real life um I love her so much and that's not the point of what I'm sharing but um (laughs) we we the first time she saw me technically saw me I guess you could say was Instagram okay so I mean like that was definitely a part of her I think like like, like, so. I mean, I, I guess in a sense we met online. Like, we didn't. We actually met through a friend, but um, we we kind of met online via text mm-hmm. and Instagram. So, I guess you could say it wasn't like necessarily a dating app, but it was still within the realm of the internet, right? Where we connected. It still
0: counts in
3: a way. Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. It, it, we online. started dating even though we had never met in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I guess it's almost been a year now. But mm-hmm. um, but I think with dating apps, like a lot of my friends, like one of my friends actually is still in a relationship with someone she met on a dating app. Um, but to me, the um, when I was reading about like the secret crush thing, like, so I'm personally not on Facebook. But technically, since I use Instagram, and I wonder if Instagram will do this in the future. I was reading the article before I got on the podcast. And I was like, you know, people were like, nope, nope, never, whatever. Um, But they actually think that the majority of people will be into it based on, like, different, like, research they've done. Because it's like a, it's like, basically what you do is, like, you randomly type in someone's name that, like, you would you're interested in or have a crush on and then if if they had I guess typed in your name as well it would mm-hmm. match it yeah so I mean I would just think that's a fun game because it's like oh that's that fun so like but then me. if it's like really happening like oh shit you're like oh damn oh, okay no mind just kidding <laughs> it's name. um but but uh I guess like the mystery of it I think would maybe be the only difference whereas every other app is like kind of in your face it's very clear Whereas I guess, but the mystery would be gone once you're matched and then it'd probably reduce back to its original self, which is of a transaction and not really like caring. But yeah, I mean, my relationship was really built through phone
0: Hmm. and like FaceTime. Very old school of you, sort of. Half old school.
1: Back (laughs) in the day when you would send a letter. I actually, my last long-term relationship, I met him not technically through Facebook, but... Um, it was a friend of mine's Facebook and she had posted pictures from a party and this guy was tagged in them and I private messaged her and was like who's that guy like <laughs> hook it up um, <laughs> and she did she like orchestrated this whole barbecue at her house and like put us together and like we dated for five years so it's a social media um assist but like right. the slam like the slam dunk is really like the friend connection right. that puts you through
0: it pays right. to have good friends
3: right,
1: right. <laughs> no
3: because I was just thinking like um so I, I mean so so I've been I read this article recently sorry this is different from this article but I read this article on the loneliness epidemic mm. And um, it, they did like this research at UCLA. It was like some Cigna, I don't know, report thing. But they were talking about it's like, it was like one, it said something like one in four Americans uh, feel like not understood by people. And then another one was um, like, it genera- talked about Generation Z, which is like ages 18 to 22, which apparently is supposed to be like the most lonely generation. And not necessarily just like, oh, I'm alone physically, but just this like feeling of loneliness inside. And, um, you know, I think the, the ability to like, you know, the um, anonymity of the internet, in a sense, uh, you can present yourself kind of in any way to be received. Um, in, in a sense, may feel like a guard, again, like protecting yourself against whatever, or on the flip side, being able to do whatever. But um, this is a very broad statement, <laughs> not at all probably like factual, but, but um, a part, maybe partially for like one or two people out there or even for myself, but that, um, that ability to like reach everyone and be whatever also I think creates a conflict within yourself potentially when you do have to interact with people. That's, I mean, maybe if you're, like, trapped online, I don't know. But even for myself, it's, like, I can present my life, right? Like, there's always, like, the funny joke of, like, the people who have always, like, the lovey-dovey photos on Instagram probably have, like, the worst relationships. Or, like, you know, like, all all those things. But I wonder if that anonymity is really, really wonderful or really just creating this, like, loss of sense of self because you do become human through interacting with others. Right. You're not like you can deepen your humanity through that process, but if that process like isn't there to connect with others and develop relationships, whatever kind of relationship, just people relationships, then it's very difficult to develop yourself, and then you're kind of like just regressing, probably.
0: So that was depressing. Sorry to take everyone there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this, this, this is why. This is why I love it when you're on because you provide this very like in depth, like deep take on things. And I'm like, oh. Didn't think about that. <laughs> so thank you, Amelia.
1: Yeah. <laughs> appreciate <laughs> appreciate your thoughts and deepness. Well, and she's my not god. wrong. I mean, like I have, I am guilty of falling into the not being a real human and not being kind and not being because um, you get so overwhelmed by it sure. and you get sad and you get lonely and you feel like, oh my god, am I going to be single forever? Like, am I ever going to meet someone who makes me feel how I felt when I was fifteen? And I like fell in love and I was happy like is that ever going to happen and so when you go through enough bad experiences back to back to back you do fall into those bad patterns and you you sort of mimic these shitty people who like who treat you poorly and then you're like oh this is what it is and I have to now adapt to to fit into this mold and and do do the things that prevent me from getting hurt right so, you know? I mean, i am we're all guilty, I'm sure. Yeah, so.
2: absolutely. And I think the opposite end of the spectrum is also a pitfall, right? Where, you know, I do exactly what you've said, but I've also, I think, over-invested or overvalued um, con- communication or contacts or connections that I've made online um, because I was in a lonely place in a moment. And so sometimes it's just like we just had like a really good one conversation and now I have attached all this meaning to this one conversation, and created all these, you know, attributes about this person that I don't really know because I'm coming from like such a lonely place. So I think a lot of that can, you. I think we project a lot in in these communications and the connections online. I think it's far easier to do that online than in. A Why place. is that? Do you think though? Um, because I think. Like when you're in person, when you there's so much more that you can use to read a situation. For at least for me, let me speak for myself. I think I'm far better at reading interactions in person than I am um, deciphering communication online. Hmm.
0: Like
1: text tone.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I'm awful. I
1: I have a question. Like how how quickly do you take the chat off the chat and do a phone call or a Facetime or like go straight to a face-to-face meeting like how soon do you do that
2: for me it really depends um Mm -hmm. i i'm certainly how can i put this if i'm like really 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 intrigued or attracted or whatever i think i move far more quickly than like if i'm like kind of attracted but like there's something that like bothers me like i'm not comfortable giving you my number yet let's see like where this goes it sort of depends it really really depends I don't have like, a I will give out hard. my number right away.
1: I'm like you, I want, then I do the I same. Wanna, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see what their what their game their end game is. Are they trying to send me a dick pic? Are they trying to right. send me um, a link to whatever? I don't know whatever it is. Um, but I I want to see what their purpose is, and then I know whether or not I need to block them or mm. um or whatever. But I've also met up with someone who I've not chatted with enough. Right. And I've, I've put that out there and like, been like, okay, yeah, let's meet up. And then it went horribly wrong. Right. And I'm like, this is not a good fit. Like we are not compatible, like in the first five minutes. And then you're like stuck on this date where you're like, Oh, this is awkward. And so when you say, you when you game. say horribly wrong, like, I mean, is it really horribly wrong or just like awkward? Well, my, my definition of horribly wrong after four years of doing this is probably a bit skewed. So no, not horribly <laughs> wrong. I mean, I didn't get raped or murdered or any of those things, but um, okay. thank you. I God. Like that's oh, okay. a really high
2: bar, though. I feel yes. like that's a high that's bar for like a bad date. murder, rape, that's everything a, else below was the rim. I not wrapped in plastic and dumped in a valley. Okay. That's like, a oh high God, bar. I got for a dextered.
1: Bad date. Yeah. I did get that's... kidnapped once.
2: Oh, um, my shit.
1: <clears throat> I, uh I went on a date with this guy. We had a great time. Uh, we went out for a beer. And then we made a date, a second date. We went to a winery. We did some wine tasting. And he's like, oh, like, let's go have dinner. But he had his dog with him. And he's like, I really want to go somewhere inside where we can watch the Warriors game. And I'm like, okay. He's like, well, why don't we just, like, take my dog home and then we can, you know, go eat wherever. And I was like, okay. But I had quite a bit of wine. And so um, we get in the car and we're driving. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm suddenly realizing that, like, I've had a little too much to drink. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Like, you know, I I just need to text a friend, like a photo of you to like make sure that like, you know, everything's on the up and up. So I did. And he like lost it. And he started yelling at me. And (sighs) and we're like we're like up in like the San Ramon Hills. Like and I have no idea where like anything. And I was like, you know what? I was like, it's totally fine. I was like, just let me have a car. Like I will I will call an Uber. No big deal. He wouldn't. He was like, no, I'm driving you back to Livermore. And I was like, no, 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 like, please let me have a car. Like, so we went back and forth, went back and forth. And, and he's pissed. And so eventually, like, I realized, like, in my, my own head, my own slightly drunken head, I was like, okay, like, the safest thing for you to do is to, like, not aggravate him. So he drove me back to Livermore. I was like, oh, yeah, it's up here on the right. He let me out. He's like, this is where you live. And I was like, no, but I don't want you to know where I live. And, like, slammed the door and, like, ran away. And, like, like, I mean, I asked to get out of the car, like, six times like yeah like that's not acceptable but I think that <clears throat> and this is not the first time that like something kind of creepy like that has happened where men feel like oh women act like I'm gonna murder them or whatever and I'm like yeah there's actual news stories about that like it's, it's yeah. like they're not making it up like right and men men don't have to have that same fear that women do that something bad will happen
2: to them Unless you're dating. In those situation. Correct. You are absolutely correct. Men are scary. I, men are absolutely scary. Like, I, part of the reasons why I think I pulled away from dating apps was exactly what you're talking about. All the stories of that I had of friends who had had really awful, violent um, experiences meeting essentially strangers, right? And so I, I definitely... Um, that is one of the reasons why I think I pulled away from using apps as frequently as I was like two or three years ago.
1: My question is like, out of everybody talking here on this, this podcast right now, is there someone in your Facebook, you know, a uh, feed that you've been dying to
2: date? No. Me that, neither. Not, that I have not <laughs> dated? No.
1: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> like, not.
1: No, none. And if any of them were to come at me and say they wanted to date me all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> like what is this? Yeah. Yeah, I would be really shocked, <laughs> and I would, I wouldn't want it. Like if, if I was gonna date them, I would have dated them already.
0: So I guess, Mel, you won't be using Secret Crush. (laughs) I, yeah,
3: (laughs) no.
1: (laughs) I thought, when I saw the name of it, I was like, you've got to be kidding
3: me. Reminds me of, like, elementary school. It is elementary school.
1: Because it is your friends from elementary school who have the Secret Crushes, right, that you connected to on Facebook.
0: Um, Mel, you said you had other questions. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss
1: um yeah i mean i wanted to know how much time and energy you guys have spent on dating apps because um because there's this really great um this woman i met in williamsburg actually while i was trying to find housing in brooklyn which is a whole other search um and she was really interesting because she had written a book called love inc and she also did did like a ted talk based on her book and so she was talking a lot about, you know, what we've, we all already know about how Disney and movies and songs sort of brainwash us um, as part of like the capitalist system to make us want to couple up, um, move to the suburbs, get mortgages and, you know, support our social system and the way that it works, right? What I thought was interesting about her talk that was a little bit different was we're spending so much time in the search that seems to sort of never end that we're watching our world sort of fall apart around us. Like all Mm -hmm. that energy, all that energy that we're using in the apps could be used to actually building real love, which is for our communities, um, for, you know, like the young people around us, like actually being participants in our society, in our democracy. And so I, I just sort of thought that that was an interesting take, especially for Quest On Media, because I feel like that's what we are. We're a community across the country. We all or at least me and Russell and I, we worked for New America Media back in the day, which was really about that kind, those kind of values. So, so I wanted to see if any of you guys, you know, had a, an idea, like, you know, how your iPhone tells you how much screen time you use, <laughs> and and like how how yeah. often you're on different apps. Like, how often are you using these? And if you were to make a pie chart of your brain, like, how often are you thinking about dating? Versus other parts of your
2: life? Oh, that's such a great and also depressing question. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Um, When I was using apps, I was probably, like, cannot underscore, like, how often I was on them, how often I was checking to see if I had new messages, looking for new people. Um, I would say hours a day. I was, when I was actively using, hours a day. Um, it sounds like drugs, right? And then, certainly with dating, I think that um, I describe myself now as in a long-term casual relationship. Um, so before, like we were together, I think I was thinking about dating all the time. I was obsessed with that, with coupling and finding the validation of being with someone. It was probably sixty to seventy percent of my mind was occupied with that. Being in a relationship, I think, is is uh, its own work in a way that I don't think I realized when I, um, and not in a bad way, but like I think when it was occupying my mind as an obsession, um, there was a romanticized version of being in a relationship. That's not reality. And so dating is its own work. Yeah. That occupies a lot of my mind. Absolutely. Right. I think, um, the absolute, like an escapism in a way that I thought would, um, Help me avoid the long, awkward journey of getting to know someone and build intimacy. And there's no way around that.
0: No, there's never way around that. No. It's a long, and thank God, arduous right? process. Like,
2: yeah, like, <laughs> like, like letting someone get to know you and getting to know someone is an awkward, often awful experience, but great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It, but even, because even once you find said person then it's like you have to maintain it and hope it doesn't fall apart before your yeah. eyes
2: <laughs> yeah
0: like is it still is this still together is this still working so e- e- either way you're fucked if you're dating or trying to date or whatnot <laughs> it's all you know i i thought this episode because we do a lot of these episodes about about tech and i was kind of hoping maybe maybe this week it will be a positive tech episode <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> never mind.
1: Okay. I didn't know they. I didn't know they turned negative so often. I need to listen to all of them. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I just. I, I just. Out of all our tech episodes, it's always like how technology is kind of ruining us. And I was like, well, maybe <laughs> this one will be different because it's about dating and people trying to find love. And I was too hopeful. The one time, I'm hopeful, it doesn't work out. So it's like,
2: so never be hopeful again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, like after so after my five year relationship ended and I got on all the apps, which is, you know, obviously the catalyst, what it what it really did for me is it made me build really like a lot stronger friendships. It Mm. made me really really appreciate my family and um and develop those relationships a lot more. So I think there is a positive spin to this and it's that it's that you find that love and that connection and those things that you need to feel happy and supported and moving forward in your life in other places and the relationship and the love and the uh, marriage and babies and whatever it is that you want kind of falls to the wayside. And then obviously with the apps, it falls even further to the wayside and it just becomes a thing you do to pass the time and it's casual and it's not, I mean, you don't find a lot
2: of meaning in it. (laughs) One thing that I think I did realize that um, I don't think I thought about before this conversation was the person that I'm with now, um, we were like, we both worked out at the same place, but he's not someone that I would have talked to on my own. He was like one of those people that's far too good looking to even like imagine talking to.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we'd be like, like, it's ridiculous how attractive he is. So I was like, just not even, don't even do that to yourself. Um, and our first conversation was actually on Facebook. Like he messaged me on Facebook, and we first became friends on Facebook, and he admitted that he was like interested in me, and I admitted that I was interested in him in Instant Messenger. And I don't think I would have done that in person. Like
1: it well, was a secret
2: crush, that's right? Secret it absolutely crush. was. <laughs> and I don't think that like I, and this was so long ago that like I, you know, I wouldn't. I don't think someone just said that. Like you know, certainly. Just because you are meeting people in real life does not negate the connections that you can also still make with people online or in apps. And I just realized, yeah, like our first conversations, our first like real conversations that I realized that something was there, at least for a friendship that I had completely counted out based on, you know, just my stereotypes of like really attractive people. Um, like he, like we wouldn't have crossed that bridge if we hadn't broken the ice in Facebook.
0: Right. Well, I guess sometimes Facebook can be helpful in that respect. <laughs> but not for like Secret Crush, where it's like
2: this weird, weird arm
0: of like, do you like me?
2: Type my name in. And what can we figure out to sell you as a result of that?
0: Not yet. Maybe later. <laughs> I'll probably try to say something later. Like some advanced plan where they'll like match you with someone in like else, some some other network that you don't know.
2: Here are plane tickets to go see your crush. <laughs> right here's an
1: ad for condoms and plan b um (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if you
0: have any last
1: thoughts you want to throw out there uh
0: we can end on that note yeah
1: i could talk about i could talk about fake dating (laughs)
0: dating app you mean the one that you created dating app no (laughs) Melanie, yeah, there's one Melanie, every time you do this I have to tell people that you're not, it's not it's not it's it's something that you created and not
1: Yeah, like... so no but, but this is what's so funny about it is because when I'm creating the fake apps I do research and they actually exist. So there's one in the FemBots that they create called Get Knocked Up. And it's an app where you just <laughs> get knocked up, right? So this I a, went so, so
0: just to clarify went, for our listeners, in, in Melanie's <laughs> fictional storyline that she has created, there is this app called Get Knocked Up. So just so people know, because sometimes we used <laughs> reality and fiction blur, so I just need to make sure but, that everyone but knows. This
1: is, but this is what I'm trying to say. I went on the app store. <laughs> There's a real app
2: uh-huh. in the
1: app store right. called Just the Baby. Oh my god. So after after creating this fake app, I was like, okay, maybe this actually exists. And so people can go on this app and find co-parents. Um, it's based huh. in Australia. And if you are single or if you are in a gay relationship and you just want to have a baby, you can connect with other people who also just want to have a baby. And there's all kinds of like legal structures that they've created this app it's freaking crazy and amazing <laughs> and complicated exactly so I thought that that was very funny. Um, I love the
2: idea of just have a baby. So I, like, <laughs> just a baby. No sex, no love, no commitment.
0: I just a baby, a baby that you have to <laughs> get to 18 years formal
2: old. More than having a baby. There's no casual baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> casual babies. Oh my God. That's going to be the this, title
2: of this casual episode. Babies casual babies is <laughs> a great babies is name. It's like the greatest commitment you could have. Casual babies and, and, and fake dating Let's apps. just low-key make a person. Exactly. Exactly. no promises well i just tell you right
1: yeah. now like i don't need that so <laughs> i can crazy. make a baby whenever i want
0: yeah on Tinder. I, I ain't so, casual either
1: yeah i mean i don't want to granted my profile says no kids um
0: but i could if i wanted to so i will not subscribe well thank you um, mel you have we've we've gone from love depressing love and Bizarre, other things that I didn't think we were going <laughs> to touch today. So I appreciate dystopian you that dystopian baby making. Dystopia, that! That casual I have baby lot of making a dystopia, to do. dystopia universe. Love it. Someone write that book. Someone write that Apple or something. um Thank you all for coming on. It was a very, very interesting conversation. Uh, thank for you. Our-
2: Who needs Russell?
0: I do
1: <laughs> it, was, it was a fun one Thank you for hosting it Ingram. Of
0: course um, yeah, Thank you Thank you all And Lisa if You're welcome to come back on the podcast whenever you like Thank um, you Also uh, for our listeners If you guys enjoyed what you heard And want to support us We have a donate button at the top and bottom of our website So thank you to my guests Thank you to our listeners And Quest on everyone this episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.